welcome to the podcast, Life Made Simple Through Experience. I'm your host, Melissa, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the coveted village. It's something you hear so often when you become a mom is, oh, it takes a village to raise a kid, and it's been an expression throughout the test of time, and I find I continue to hear more and more of people saying, where is this village? When does this village show up? I don't have a village. I don't have support. And uh, I, I thought I should talk about it because I had a call or a, a chat earlier this week with uh, a coworker, and she was talking about how one of her friends is going through a really bad bout of postpartum depression. And I think we're seeing it more and more now, and a couple factors play into that. One, obviously COVID, being isolated is, is already extremely challenging, and you feel like you're, you know, ousted from society. And as human beings, like, that's not how we work. We need to be around people. Like, I don't care whether you're an introvert or extrovert, you need people at some point. Like humans were not designed to live in a cave by themselves, right? We need it. We need other people. Yes, it's different than way back, you know, 100, 200, 300 years where you needed society to be able to survive. Yes, now we have housing and grocery stores that you can go and still live. You don't require your tribe to be able to help with getting food and shelter and that sort of thing. But we still need people to survive emotionally and mentally. It's, it's something that we need. And so, um, you know, the, the COVID is obviously paying a part in it, but I feel like too, we're just so disconnected and we should be more connected, you would think, because of we have these beautiful little phones that are attached to our hip and they're like another organ. We can't leave the house without us. But because we're on social media and, you know, we have the ability to text, we often don't get on the phone or go and see people all as often as we should. And when you become a new mom, you already feel isolated or kind of trapped in some capacity because you are all of a sudden at home because it is really hard to leave the house with a newborn, especially I will never forget my first trip with Bo and I will never forget my first trip with the twins. It was both of them were like, the first trip we actually forgot the diaper bag packed the diaper bag up and my husband and I forgot it we were going to Walmart so we're like oh well at least they have everything there but like got to Walmart and oh we didn't bring the diaper bag so it's really challenging just to get out of the house and you know where I live where it's super cold in the winter time like you don't always have the ability just to go out nor do you really want to because it becomes like a safety thing like yeah you have your baby in your little bucket and you can wrap them up but like god forbid something happens to your vehicle when you're out because it's so cold you just never know what could happen and you don't want to be stranded with the baby so often you know we just stay at home and I think we need to start putting more emphasis on this village now for some of you you have you know your mom maybe your mother-in-law maybe an aunt or a sister that um, want that can be involved you know I see some friends with moms that are over there all the time helping bringing them meals um, doing their laundry for them and and going about that so I'm sure a lot of you that have that circumstance maybe didn't feel as um, left out like isolated or maybe didn't experience postpartum as much because you had that support person what I'm 
talking about today is the people that don't have that. And so, um, you know, a lot of us, I, I know for me in particular, like I have my mom and my, when my, my children were born, I did have my mother-in-law, but they're both, they were both working still. So they were working grandmas. So it's not the same as what would have been even 50 or, you know, 50 to 100 years ago where most women didn't work outside the home. So you had your mother, your aunts, your um, any type of relative to come over and help that were females and they would help there to be there and come and have the conversations and walk you through like, oh, this is what I did and so on and so forth. But now we don't have that because everybody is working and a lot of people haven't retired yet. And so unless your parents are retired, it can make it really challenging for them to be able to help. And I was quite fortunate in that when when the twins uh, were born, so roughly four, four or five months in, I just could feel myself going down like a really bad spiral because I hadn't slept in that long. Because with twins, like with one alone, you're barely sleeping a lot of the time. And then with twins, it's just so unpredictable. Like one may have a good night and the other doesn't. So you're just like going on no sleep. Plus we had a toddler as well. So it was just like pure chaos. And I was just like at my wits end, I couldn't do it anymore. And so I ended up, um, my husband ended up buying me three months of personal training because I felt like that was something that was going to help me. And looking back at it now, it wasn't so much about working out. Like, yes, I was dealing with some low self-confidence because I gained a ton of weight and it just wasn't coming off. I'd see the pictures of people on Facebook and be like, wow, they just had a baby, but it doesn't even look like they have a baby. Like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I look like that? And I just had twins that were ginormous. And of course, my body's not going to go back right away. And what we see on social isn't always the truth either, right? And we, we often think, oh, goodness, yeah, like they have it all put together, but they don't. Sorry, I've gone off on a tangent there. But so I got this personal training and it was so much more than the personal training because it was another mom. So I was supporting another mom in her uh, business. I was actually her first client and that was pretty special too. She's an amazing mom and a really good person and just going there for that, I went every usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday and I would have one hour a week and just going there for that was so powerful just to get that one hour to myself um, and just have another adult conversation. Like sometimes we just need that break and so I was pretty fortunate in that um, I was able to get people to help with that. So sometimes my mom would come. I had my friend uh, Megan, who was a neighbor, that would come on some of her days off and watch the girls for an hour. My husband's auntie Sheila, who was just a godsend, she would come and help. Uh, my father-in-law would come and help as well. So I had all these people that would just take turns, even though they were still working, but would come and, and help. And so my point here is, it's it's good to have a lot of people and it may be people that you're completely that would be completely unexpected and so what I would say to you to those that maybe don't have um, a, a person that can just come and and watch your kids all the time like maybe a mom or whomever that may be for you is start building that village you you can build your own village you can't wait for it to come to you because you know anything about life is if you're waiting for life to happen it's just gonna pass on by 
you need to create that village. And so by that, I mean, like start doing things um, or joining groups to, to find these people. So most of you, or if you don't know, like there's usually baby groups and mommy baby groups in your community. I know for um, in Regina, it was the YMCA. A lot of the moms went and did the YMCA. They even had a multiples. In that multiples group, I ended up meeting other twin moms and that was so incredibly helpful because as a twin parent, things are a lot different than just having a single baby and you go through different challenges and you want somebody to be able to talk to, but you can't necessarily just go and talk to your friends that don't have twins because they haven't experienced what you're going through. And it's just nice to be able to lean on somebody that's gone through or going through it with you at the same time. And you can chat through that. And, and it doesn't even mean necessarily getting together. Like I did get together with some of my twin moms, but it was just a matter of having some of those people on Facebook and seeing their posts and seeing what they were up to and being able to send them a message or send them a text like and ask, hey, I'm going through this. What can I help you with? So what I would do is encourage you to reach out and, and maybe join some of those in-person mommy groups because you will make friendships and there will be people that will be there to support you. They will be there for that, that this season of your life um, and, and be there to support you, right? Like it really will. And uh, it's, it's really amazing how you can meet a complete stranger and just have this instant connection and have a support system. Um, so there's, there's one suggestion, find a local mommy's group. Some are free, some you have to pay for, but I, every single person I've talked to that has joined one has met friends and has like their kids end up growing up together. They still get together for the odd play date. So it's so worth it. Even if it does cost a bit of money and you're on that leave and not making a lot of money, invest that money into it because you're gonna get so much more out of it than what you actually paid for it. The other thing is um, just even on Facebook or social media, reaching out for different groups of things that you're interested in. You don't necessarily have to just go into a mom's group like that's great and you'll be able to find a lot of them and, and yeah, do the search and find them. But you'll also like go in if you're interested in like crafting or maybe like you have one of those pre-cut machines and you're really interested in that, go and join those groups so there's other people that have similar interests that you can talk with. And kind of like a modern day pen pal, right? Like you don't have to write them letters, you could, but like you can just go message them and, and have conversations with them that way. Or maybe it's like, I felt when I was off with the twins, I needed more of a purpose. And I know that sounds crazy because obviously my purpose was being a mom to these little people but I needed something more. Like I just, I couldn't just be identified as just a mom. And I know there's so much more and, than that, but I needed something else to keep my mind busy. And so I actually joined some couponing groups and it was really amazing because there was a few different groups in our community that I could join. And I ended up linking up with a couple other moms and sometimes we would just go out shopping together and we would share coupons together, message each other about deals. And it was like somebody that I wouldn't have anticipated becoming friends with, but we were able to become friends and go and do these little hangouts and, and just do something more. You know, I was in there doing my calculations. Okay. Like, does this make sense to use this coupon? Like, does it, am I getting value out of it? So I was able to challenge my mind in different ways and I was also able to 
to meet some new friends too. And like, I'm still a part of those groups and, and you know, I don't do the couponing as much now because COVID had come in and they stopped that for a while, but it was, it was, it was great during that season of my life when I needed something more. And my husband always jokes like, can you start up that couponing again? Yet he like just laughed at me all the time about it in a, in a good way, but it, it was really empowering to be able to go to a grocery store and spend like $20 and come out with like $300 worth of stuff. It was amazing because of points and coupons and deals, like super neat. So I would challenge you guys to look and look for just groups outside of your comfort zone or and, and like, so yeah, start looking for those groups, join them again, mommy groups, groups outside of that. And you can create your own groups too. So again, I was feeling isolated with the twins and wanted to get out more. And sometimes just getting out to go for a walk with the twins was just so much work because you're packing up two babies, you know, you need them dressed properly. Oh gosh, you need to make sure that you have snacks and all those other fun things. So I wanted somebody to be able to hold me accountable. So I ended up creating like a little mom's walking group in my little community and it was amazing. We um, would get together every so often and go for a walk together and just talk about whatever. Sometimes it was about kids, sometimes it was about other things. We would share tips and tricks of being a parent or, oh, I've gone through that too, here's what helped. And it was really amazing. And you know what's crazy is what spun out of that is one of the girls that I met in in that walking group ended up building and moving to our street. So I've now created a lifelong friendship due to this walking group that I created. And you know, if, if, if we ever have questions about parenting, we can go to each other and just be that, be that support person. So I would 1000% do what you got to do. Even if you feel like, oh, people aren't going to want to join. People are going to want to join you just like you. There are other moms just like you out there that are looking for people and maybe they're just too shy or too nervous or uh, intimidated to make this group. So go ahead, make the group. Everybody wants to feel included. Everybody wants to be a part of something. So go and do it and you will have people. It may not be a thousand people, but you guess that you don't need that many people. You just need one or two and, and the more the merrier, but one or two and there's your little group that you can have as a support group and lean on. So try that out. Um, even getting together with other moms that have kids your age. So you may be able to meet friends that way as well and build up the village by just hanging out with with friends and you know maybe sometimes um, you guys all get together so you and the their family and your kids have a play date you get to have a coffee together that is really amazing too because when your kids are occupied you can actually sit and have a coffee and enjoy the conversation of an with another human being another adult human being and so you know reach out start planning those play dates and I don't mean like scheduling play dates like crazy um, but it's nice for you guys to, to be able to get together and talk too. It's so much more than the play date for your kids. It's for you too. And in the end, it may be that, you know, when one of you needs to go out and do some errands, maybe you guys shift off and say, Hey, can you take so-and-so today? And I'll take so-and-so on another day. So you can run your errands. Like that's how you create your village is by trading off with other people, like trading each other's time and helping each other. The more you help, people are going to want to help you too. It's just, just how it is, right? The more helpful you will be, people are going to see that, recognize it, want to be a part of your circle, want to be a part of helping you out and and be there to support you. 
Um, but people won't know if you don't tell them either. So you need to, to make it clear when you need help. And I know as us moms, we struggle to ask for help. Even as parents, right? We just have to think, oh, we have it all together. No, nobody has it all together. That's that's not it. Like, you, yes, there'll be periods in your time where you have it together, but we all go through our ups and downs and it's just, it just is life, right? You're gonna have your highs and your lows. And when you have your highs, that's great. But when you have your lows, it's great to have that network. So start building up that network uh, so that when you do go through some of those low times, you already have that support system in place. Um, even in your in your local neighborhood, like I feel like I'm super fortunate. We live on a street where everybody basically is young parents. We're all super um, supportive of each other, help each other out. Like, and it can be simple things as, oh shoot, I forgot to roll out my garbage bin and the garbage truck is coming. Could you go do that for me? Or, you know, we're gonna be on vacation. Can you just run over and check my house every couple days? Like things like that. Um, but just, you know, go for walks in your neighborhood, stop and talk with people. Like, don't just look the other way and be afraid to talk to them. Like, go up and, and talk to them and have a conversation. Let your kids play, ask them about their kids. Like, ask them about, you know, building their house or their move into their new house or whatever the case may be. Just start up that conversation and have it. Um, I actually just met um, a new friend not too long ago that moved to our street and our kids happened to be on the same hockey team as well and uh, that's been really cool because she ended up moving to the block from another um, another town and could not believe how connected our little town is and how everybody's just friends with everybody we have such a great community because where she had come from like nobody she had lived there I think she said six years or so and like nobody really talked like she kind of knew the people but they never really got together like basically people would just drive into the garage shut the door and not do anything whereas on our block you go for a walk and you almost have to if you want to go for an actual walk you almost have to to get off our street otherwise you're going to be pulled into somebody's garage or house or lawn for a beverage and just a quick chat it's uh, almost impossible to get around the block which is a good problem to have and so what was really neat is she moved here and her little girl who I think is nine uh, as they were walking even her little girl's like mommy mommy why don't you go talk to those moms you should go get in with them you should go make friends and it's funny how as kids like you can just run off and go be friends and then as adults we're like I don't know um I don't know about this. I, I'm too nervous. Like, what if they don't like me? And here we're telling our kids, no, it's fine. Just go out and play and that kind of thing. But then here we are as adults, uh, too afraid. But, you know, we need to be able to talk the talk too. And, and sometimes we just can't. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to say the least. Um, but, yeah, so it, it is truly amazing at where your friendships can come. And I challenge you guys to go out, make your little group, join some groups, create connections, reach out to your friends, like existing friends, see how they're doing. Um, you know, we often see our friends and family on social media and we think everything is fine and everything is good because the way it looks on social media is that everything is good and fine. But guess what? Those are just pictures or videos in a moment where things are good and that's great. But it's not as it appears right like and I know that this was so hard and still is hard for me as a mom like you see family photos of people and are like oh my goodness like they just have it so together 
look at their matching outfits, look at their hair, like, look at, you know, oh, they were able to get together for pictures. Oh, Santa Claus photos. Oh, God, am I a mom fail? Did I have a mom fail here? Because I didn't get, I didn't do Santa pictures yet. Oh, I didn't get matching pajamas. Oh, I feel like a failure. There's all these little things that, because we're not doing them and other moms are, and we see that, we instantly think that we are a failure. And of course, that's that's not at all true. We all have our strengths and our weaknesses, and that's why you have friends and family to help you build on them, right? We can't all be good at the same things or life would be pretty boring, right? We We all have our uniqueness. We all have our own unique creative abilities, and so we can't possibly think that we should do the same that everybody else does and sometimes it's just not financially feasible either for for certain things too like don't put yourself out just to try to keep up with the jones right like you do you and whatever you feel comfortable doing that's what you do and it may be you know maybe you don't have the christmas pajamas like the christmas pajamas for me that's always kind of been a thing where i just like i can't i want to do them but I just like also can't get behind it because I just, they just seem so expensive for a part uh, like to wear for maybe a month and then they're done, especially with kids. Cause right. They're not going to fit them next year cause they grow. And uh, I, I mean, they're good. And I keep hemming and hawing on whether I should get them. I want the photos like every other mom. And I'm like, I know they could wear them outside of it. But anyways, it's just been something that I haven't been able to accept. I'd be interested to hear for you guys what like you go through and just, think oh I yeah I just can't get behind this and just know that you as a mom are a really good mom or if you're a parent like dad you're a really good dad you're doing the best you can and you're you're showing up you're there every day isn't going to be perfect there's going to be good days and bad days and you know as long as you're pouring your love into your child and letting them know you love them giving them hugs and kisses and and they will remember that and you know that that's what they will treasure they're not going to remember all the things you bought they're going to remember their like the memories that you had and the experiences that you created and so just keep showing up having fun experiences with them and again it doesn't mean like going and spending a shit ton of money on whatever it is that you want to go and do like you don't need to be taking them to you know all these indoor playgrounds or movies or whatever it can just be a matter of you going out and taking them for um, going for a walk or baking cookies in your house right like you could or just doing like a picture together or for instance last weekend we had a bunch of extra boxes and like goodness our recycling bin is always so full and instead of just recycling it I decided to cut it out and make Christmas trees for the kids so we did little um, Christmas trees that they got to paint and um, you know they have these Christmas trees displayed on our table now and are so proud of them and we decorated them and had fun doing that but again like that's an experience and they're super excited about it so it's uh, the experiences are a lot more powerful than the things right and it's funny because when you look back at different people's childhoods and how they are as adults um, or how they perceive love it's, it's all different right like for a child that grew up with not a lot they may think that they need to buy their kids a lot because they didn't have anything and more than anything they just wanted to have this or that or whatever it may be right because they could never get it or same with name brand clothing they may buy their kids a lot of name brand clothing because they um, didn't get any of that as as a kid and 
you know, for the people that had that all, they may think, oh, like my parents, like they were basically absent because they were working all the time to supply us with all these amazing things. But I just didn't really feel the love. Like I just, because I didn't get that quality time with them. So those people may really focus on not the actual things, but the quality time. So it's, it's very interesting when you look at different things and how people show up and show their love. And uh, if you haven't already, read the book, The Five Love Languages, because it's not just applicable to like your marriage. Um, it's applicable to every relationship, from friendships to the relationship with your children. And it is super powerful to read with, with, and, and know for your children, because when you think when they're acting out, it's because they're, I think, what do they refer to it as? Like their love tank is empty or not fulfilled or filled up. Uh, filled up. So you know, how can you fill their love tank? Like your kids may all be different too in the way they want. Like maybe like uh, gifts are their love language or maybe it's, um, you know, acts of service. So I challenge you too with Christmas coming up too, like it's not all about the things. Like for some of your kids, maybe it is and, and Christmas presents are amazing. Everybody loves a gift, but but think outside the box and look for that. So, um, but yes, back to the, the village there and creating it. I, I want to hear about how you created your village, what you're going to do to create it. And I want you to reach out to some of your friends and just check in and see how they're doing. Um, and maybe just stop by and bring them a coffee or a little treat, uh, Christmas plate of goodies or something like that. Just show up for them. Just be there for those friends. Check in them every so often and not just the, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, really really dive in and check in to see how they're doing because a lot of people are suffering right now in silence and we're seeing it more and more and uh, let's just make sure we're we're taking the time to care for people all right guys love ya i hope you enjoyed this episode we'll chat with you later sorry for the background noise i am driving and decided i better record my podcast because you know mom life you're busy and doing all the things so uh hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon Thank you guys for listening to the episode today. I so appreciate it. As a thank you, I'd like to provide you with a discount code for Chef's Plate. If you look into the description of the podcast, you'll see the link there. Simply click it. I love to use Chef's Plate. I find they have really interesting and unique meals that are very family friendly. I order um, a few meals a week uh, for the portion size for our family, and it really allows me to take that, uh, that extra time to be able to spend with my family versus having to think and prep meals and go grocery shopping. So check it out. I hope you'll find uh, Chef's Plate helpful too. Take care, everyone.